Lily and Wimbo in All Flavors Radio. On the 20th of October, and what a pleasant day it was. Thank you. 
soldiers often needed blood transfusions to keep them alive after being injured. The problem was, donated blood only kept for two days. Dr. Charles Drew changed that, however, when he developed a way for blood with the plasma removed to remain usable for seven days. And this seemingly little medical advance saved thousands of lives in World War II. Drew attended college on an athletic scholarship and became Columbia University's first African-American Doctor of Medical Sciences graduate. He was also the first black surgeon to serve on the American Board of Surgery. But it was his Blood for Britain project during the war that remained his greatest achievement. Almost 15,000 people donated blood to save the lives of British soldiers, and his blood bank led to the American Red Cross establishing a blood bank as well. Dr. Charles Drew not only innovated, achieved, and saved lives, though, he stood up for what he believed in. When the United States War Department said that blood from white donors had to be kept segregated from blood from black donors, Drew resigned from his position at the Red Cross, arguing that there was no scientific basis for keeping blood separated by race. The Red Cross would end this policy in 1950. Dr. Charles Drew's life-saving legacy lives on today every time someone gives blood and helps to save a life. AllFlavorsRadio.com, the people's number one station. Best music, the best presenters, the best station. Oh yes, good evening, good evening everyone. How are you all doing out there? And naturally, Lily, in the studio, how are you tonight? I'm good, good evening everybody. Nice, nice, nice. We've got a nice jam-packed show tonight and there you have it more black history will be touching on some amazing um, black men doing some great things at this time and also some even some politics and we have a special guest in the show in the studio should i say today too lovely yeah but given the fact that you know everyone's on lockdown it's got to be a telephone interview tonight so that's fine. Is that all right with you? That will do. That's <laughs> fine with me. And that's Heather Haywood and Steve McIntosh. They'll be joining us up on the call 
and that's the cool notes that will be in with us. So, Lily, first kick off. What would you say? What would you say? How's your start or your your start end this this last week and this week been? Um, it's been okay. It's been a bit challenging this week. I haven't um had the best sleep. Okay. <laughs> Um, but it's been very productive. Work's yeah. been very productive. Personal stuff been very productive. So yeah, it's always good to be productive, right? Always. Yeah. Always. Likewise, likewise. I have an event coming up soon, so been lots of things like thrashing out and making sure dotting the eyes, crossing the t's, yeah. and writing a program. It's a lot of work, you know. It is a lot of work. There is a lot of work that goes into something. Yeah. So what can be presented in an hour? Mm, <laughs> mm. There's a lot of work that goes into it's it. It's hours that go into one hour. Yeah. I find, you know. Yeah. And that is that is it, isn't it? It's just like, oh, but it's got to be done. Yeah, exactly. Someone's got to do it. It's got to be done. It's got to be done. And that's the main thing. So, what should we say? So, let's talk about the first thing on our agenda for today. Okay. And that is... <clears throat> Black Friday. Yes. We know it's coming up. It is. I know we're all on lockdown or going into lockdown or we're in these different tiers and whatnot. Yes. Um, but I guess it's the next big spending occasion. Yeah. yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on Black Friday? My thoughts on Black Friday was, when I was researching this topic... No. Um, what are they before you... <laughs> Before, I was like, no, well, I don't buy on Black Friday. And, you know, I'm not really a consumer anyway. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, but we hear things that it was the slaves being sold and it's not good for black people and mm -hmm. so on and so forth. So I thought because it's coming up and it is a day that we tend to boycott. Yeah. Let me do a bit of research on it and see what I come up with. And lo and behold, it was totally... Not what I expected. Yeah? Yeah. A lot of misinformation. A lot of misinformation. And this, again, I say this a lot, isn't it, about doing research. Before we jump on the bandwagon of something, mm -hmm. that we have to look into the background of it. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, we can be led, led astray and led along. Yeah. And not believing what is right. Yeah. So background information is vital isn't it vital research is vital and so forth because what what i knew it to to be was that in past years you wouldn't buy because they said that the slaves would force the this uh, or the masters would force the slaves to entertain mm -hmm. and if the food weren't good mm -hmm. or the entertainment weren't good you know, they they pitched them against each other. They were losers. And the losers were sold in auction on the next day after Thanksgiving. Because I think Black Friday is after Thanksgiving. I think so. I think the Thanksgiving's on the Thursday and then the Friday's right. Friday, Black Friday. So they were sold at the auction the next day. And that's why it's called Black Friday. Okay. Misconception. Okay. <laughs> Misconception. So no. what did you find out? So I found out that it was really... The crash, a Wall Street crash, mm -hmm. um, in 1869, sorry, and that's what became referred to Black Friday. So it was when the US gold market crashed, mm -hmm. um, that was at Fisk and Gould's um, on Wall Street, mm -hmm. and they were left bankrupt. Okay. You know. So how did that contribute to Black Friday itself? 
well I'm not too sure because it's in the recent years it's it's turned into a very consumer driven mm-hmm. thing and I think that happened from the 1970s mm-hmm. that's when it became more of a consumer driven thing okay. and then yeah turned into what it is today you know, and in the UK, because of stores like Tesco's, Argos, John Lewis, they discount their prices. Mm-hmm. Again, you know, it's turned into what it is. One thing I've noticed, though, on Black Friday, because I watch prices yeah. of things. And um, I think the first year that I ever was aware of Black Friday, because obviously you get to a certain age and then you become aware of things. The first year I was aware of Black Friday the sale prices just seemed amazing. Oh my goodness, 75% off, this percentage off, this percentage off. And then as the years have gone by, I've noticed that in the weeks prior to Black Friday, the prices of certain things go up. Mm. And then when Black Friday happens, they do get discounted by 75%. But that 75% is the actual price Original it was price. originally, yeah. yeah. They do that in all sales, though, don't they? I'll d- more recently, I've definitely seen them doing yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's just how it is. Mm. And, I mean, I don't know now, considering that we may be going into lockdown and we've been, businesses have been hit mm. tremendously over this past six months, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. I, really I think there'll still be consumerism on that Friday. Yeah? Yeah. I don't think having a certain number of people in the shop is going to stop anything. Mm. I don't think... Um, yeah, I just don't think it's going to be that. I think there'll be more online sales, yeah. not so much in-store sales. I think there'll be a lot more, if you purchase this online today, you'll get this amount off and things like that. But I don't think there will be any incentives to be to bring people to stores if they yeah. know they can get it online. Um, because what's the point if you can... Because then you've still got to pay, you know packaging and delivery and all of that stuff Ooh. so they're going to make their money somehow but if they're smart they'll do it all like, online like you were saying who's gone into tier three now manchester goes into tier three from manchester. tomorrow so has the mayor backed down then on what he was saying or? I d- it literally just popped up before we started the show so when i was listening to the radio this morning mm. um he mentioned that they did not want to go into a tier three because obviously they would be closing um is it pubs bars restaurants that kind of those kind of industries and he made the point that the places you want to close mm. these are the the not the poorest but they're the lower earners in that area yeah. so if you do close these places their wages their income what are they going to do are you going to you know make a way out for them or whatever so he was very very against it but obviously just before the the show started mm. i got a something popped up about Manchester going into tier three tomorrow. Wow, so will people even have the money to buy on Black Friday? People don't usually have the money to buy on Black Friday normally. Okay. <laughs> I don't think thing. they do, is it? Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. It's quite sad that we're living in a credit-driven society because now that this this has happened, mm. how are people managing? How are we managing with all you know, these... I don't know. I don't, I don't really disagree with credit personally. Mm. Um, I don't agree with living beyond your means. If you have credit, you should be able to pay it back. Yeah. But I don't not agree with credit. I think everybody should have a form of credit, to be okay. honest. And is that because that's the society that we live in? So if we want to go and get mortgage and all that stuff, because 
know that you speak about um, credit scores and all that stuff. Yeah. Everyone wants the perfect credit yeah. score. And is that the reason why, in order to obtain more of it? Well, it's not even about your credit score. I think when you go to get anything on credit, the first mm. thing they look at is your is your history. Do you have, have you left a trail? Mm. And if you're someone that likes to pay everything cash in hand, and then one day you decide, oh, I want to go and buy a car on credit or whatever, you have no credit trail. Yeah. So how can you prove to them that you will be able to keep up with payments? You like yeah. to pay for everything one, 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 whereas they want to see, can you make a regular payment of £100, for example? Can Mm. you manage that every month? Mm. Um, And the same thing with mortgages. Yes, people pay rent every month, but do people know that you can leave a credit trail with your rent? That's a new thing that's happened in the last few years. I don't think a lot of people know about that. I've done a bit of research into it. But should it it be credit or should it be called debit? It's not. It's credit. It's credit. How though? It's not debit. Debit is when you you owe. Yeah, I know. So credit is you're taking something out, so you owe. So why do they? No, call it you're that? being credited an amount. Okay. That you then. <laughs> oh. Then then get debited <laughs> from your account every month. <laughs> you see, it's very com- This world is very confusing. It is. Just like is. these days, I've confused. Like mm. I'm just. I'm just getting on with things yeah. as in I'm not burying my head in the sand about what's going on but mm. if we allow it to affect us then we'll just be I, I, I posted something up yesterday about fear mm. and that whatever we fear that's what we draw to us yeah so we can't be fearful about this situation we just have to kind of get on with it yeah you know I don't think we should be fearful but I don't think we should run from the obvious of what's happening like a lot mm. of people I think there are obviously the no this isn't really real this is all a whatever it is and that may be the truth yeah however Mm. if we continue to go down this route we're going to continue to be in a state of things are not getting back to normal but what's normal what is normality now exactly well this is our new normal if people keep on going down the route that they're going down and and it's not just about like we do think about oh I I don't want to be stuck in my house and things like that but we're stuck in our house with our families Mm. yes very true imagine those people that are stuck in their house alone like an old 95 year old friend that hasn't got anybody that's got to be in his house by himself now but I think I was I went out on Sunday and there's two groups now Mm. so that it says you're Immediate family, obviously, that's your bubble of six, but also you can have a secure a bu- group. Yeah, support yeah. bubble. Yeah, what is a support bubble? Because I really didn't even. I don't know. I need to do more research into it, but I do. Th- it, I think it is that if you are on your own and you need, you've got like someone there that's your go-to, yeah. then they can be part of your bubble. Okay. But then you have to also think if I'm someone's support bubble. Mm that one person I've then got six people that I'm around exactly and then of my six people that I'm around does one of them support someone else mm. do you understand so yeah. it, it's, it's it can go very wrong like the hole that Alice fell down okay <laughs> it is actually a rabbit hole it's a rabbit hole it's right? a rabbit hole and all sorts of, if you I'm sure you're all aware of Alice in Wonderland yeah. and her adventures but I think that was a bit of a trippy book as well. Yeah, I, I, I don't know who wrote it. Whoever wrote that was definitely on a trip. It was definitely on a trip. 
But yeah. It's an know. amazing book though, I love it. Yeah, very, I love very the good film. Book. Yeah. But there we are, that's where we are in mm. a rabbit hole. Mm. But not so trippy, I guess, you know. Yeah. But yeah, so Black, uh, Black Friday has nothing to do with, or its roots do not lay in slavery. Mm. But really, it was the crash of 18, the gold crash of 1869. What is a gold crash, Lise? You know, you do trading and stuff. So what would that, what does that pertain to? Please? Oh my God, putting that. me on the spot. I'm putting you on the um, spot here. The honest answer to that question is, I don't fully know. Okay. And the other answer to that question is, um, possibly... The price of gold just at the time mm. was not enough to sustain them. Okay. So because there because there was enough dollar, for example, floating in the markets. Um, more cash, yeah. or did it the price more. of it go up or something? And what 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 pertains to a crash? I don't know. I have to do more research into it. Yes. Can't well, put me on the spot like that. I did. Thinking <laughs> on the spot when it comes to <laughs> markets and all sorts. Hey. No, honestly, I, I need to do more research. I know, like, the direction that gold in. Generally, the more... Because when they print money... Mm. When you print more money, the less value it holds. Yeah. And we know that money itself, so, like, the US dollar, the pound, it's a promissory note based on... I promise to pay you this amount back yeah. um, when I get it. But it's got it's got its counterpart against gold. And I know when one goes up, the other one goes down. And one goes down, the other one goes up. But I can't remember which way it goes. Yeah, because I, I remember watching something with Robert Kiyosaki. Mm-hmm. And he said, because we are in this whole consumerist situation, mm. that the, the only way that the government can can um get over it is to print more yeah and that's what causes a recession yes. and all that stuff so because the value of the value of whatever it is goes down mm, mm. so there you go what we're talking about tonight black friday doesn't really have its roots in in slavery and really it pertains to the stock market crash we'll see you in five
Yes, yes, yes. That was Lynn Collins with Think and also Linda Clifford with Runaway Love. And yes, we're talking here about great black men that are living in our time really tonight. And what it is, is we're speaking on art. We're speaking on men doing good things for other men and also another person that is speaking out for underprivileged children Mm -hmm. as well. So Errol McKellar, I'm not too sure if you've heard of Errol McKellar, but he's a young man that he went to the doctors and said, oh, I think his wife told him something about going to the doctors. He had a cold. Mm -hmm. And he says, you know what? As he was sitting in the waiting room, he picked up this leaflet Mm -hmm. and it had 
was about prostate cancer. Mm-hmm. So he said, oh, while well, I'm here, let me just quickly check and see that I'm okay. And that led him to, again down another rabbit hole. Oh, and wow. he found out that he, he had it. Wow. So he's up now. Since he's, he's had it, he was he's obviously had certain side effects and that, but he's speaking up for other men mm-hmm. as regards to this topic. I think we've touched on this before, haven't we? Yeah, we have. We um, talked about men going and getting themselves checked out yeah yeah and it's really really important because he he's a mechanic Mm -hmm. Errol's a mechanic and now he's saved actually over 50 lives 50 of his clients lives by telling them to go and get the test done Mm -hmm. so it's not this isn't this is something really serious Mm -hmm. all right and I know that men don't like to go to the doctors Mm -hmm. And it's a whole thing of violation or whatever it is that you may feel. But he said he had an operation to remove his prostate and he did have radiotherapy and there are some serious side effects Mm -hmm. from his treatment, including his bladder control, erectile dysfunction. Mm -hmm. However, had he not gone... He would have been opposite way. He might not even be here today. Mm. Yeah. So he said he's dedicated his life to making men aware of the dangers of prostate cancer and encourage them to to get tested. So have you been out and been tested, fellas? Have you gone out there and made sure that everything is okay? And I I do think it is something that we definitely need to talk about. I know Mm. that men don't like to talk about things like health and stuff like that. I don't know why. um, Maybe it's out of, I don't know why it is. Um, but I find especially black men, they um, it's, a, it's a topic that they don't like to cover. Mm. And actually, um, prostatecancerUK.org states that one in four black men will get prostate cancer in their lifetime. Black men are more likely to get prostate cancer than other men mm. who have a one in eight chance of getting prostate cancer. Those numbers are still pretty high one in eight one in four um so out of 40 men 10 of them Mm. will be black and will get cancer um out of 400 (laughs) that we could do the numbers like that um so it is important to make sure you go and get yourself checked and i know the older that you get as a man they they say um is it 45 and over um you are at an increased and you are your risk is increased as you mm. get older so when you're in your 30s coming up to your 40s it's time to start well even from younger but definitely when you're in your 30s going into your 40s it's time to start thinking about going and getting those checks done because yeah. i mean he like you said he just had something small that he went to the doctors for and um What's it was just out of seeing a leaflet on on the table that he decided to ask the doctor to go further and actually that doctor's very good Mm. because from personal experience you go into the gps and say i've got two problems and they're like nope you've got 10 minutes you tell me about one Mm. you know so that doctor um also in my personal opinion is a bit of a hero because they took the time to do the test for uh, mr mckellar um but yeah and it took him it's a 10 minute test that's Mm. how long it takes Mm. 10 minutes of you might feel uncomfortable Mm. but again outside of our comfort zone we are going to find amazing things and in his case he found out 
that, you know, he was ill and he needed to get treated mm -hmm. for something that could have taken his life. Mm -hmm. Ten minutes of, of testing. Yeah. So, you know, thinking on that, have you been out there and, and got tested? And I'm just shouting out everyone there. Well done, guys, over the start end. Lovely variety of music from all the DJs on All Flavors Radio. And shouting out everyone in the, the chat room. And also on TuneIn and the All Flavors Radio app. So that's Errol McKenna. You can find out a little bit more about him at the Errol McKenna Foundation. And he will be getting an OB, an M, a member of the MBE member of the British Empire, I think that's what it stands for, award for all the work that he's doing. So even going along and supporting and donating towards the cause, mm -hmm. that would be amazing. So that's the errolmckellarfoundation.com. Just to find out a little bit more, if you are a male, we'd encourage you to, to check that out. And if you're a female with a partner, to encourage them to go and get checked out as mm -hmm. well. Because, you know, this is our this is our life. It's life changing really to know or not to know. Also, Mark Rashford. Have you heard of Mark Rashford? Surname sounds familiar. Yeah, he's a footballer. Yes, that's a why footballer. It sounds familiar. Okay. And I don't know for what team. Could someone tell me who Mark Rashford, who he plays for? I didn't put that here. But he sent a proposal um, for free school meals for the underprivileged children. Oh, yes. Okay, I know who you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah. But the government has refused it. So that they've gone through, yeah, he, there is a, there is a, what do they call it? Survey, is that what they call it? Petition going yeah. around. Yeah, okay. But it went through, the bill was passed. It went through. And, yeah, Marcus Rayford, the bill went through. And, yeah, it didn't. They didn't accept it? No, no. Such a shame. Yeah, because there are a lot of underprivileged children but during the holidays, right? I thought that he was giving some of the money towards it, but maybe not. It was a bill that he went, he, yeah, he, he went to the government. That's what the whole, this is the thing when, you know, when we've had lots of petitions mm -hmm. that came through over this whole period as well. Yeah that the, the, those petitions, if we don't sign them, because you've got to get a certain amount of numbers mm -hmm. on those petitions mm -hmm. in order for it to be passed or even seen mm -hmm. in Parliament or in the House of Lords. So it goes to, I think, Parliament first and then the House of Lords or the House of Lords of Parliament. But in all fairness, when things like that come through, you know, they sometimes you get sent things on WhatsApp and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And if I'm honest mm. i tend to ignore those kind of things just because there's a lot of i don't know there's a lot of things that when i get it i don't know how legit it is right so again like what we said about black friday yeah we have to do the research yeah so go in because someone sent me something the other day about a woman she got thrown out of her house and um, during this whole period and they were asking for money, even mm. today, right? Yeah. We had someone yeah. from Africa, like, asking for money, saying they're from a foundation. Mm -hmm. Now, I asked, is there any further information that you can give me? So on that lady that was thrown out by mm -hmm. the government, Windrush, up until now, There's they've no not come back with any more information. Mm -hmm. So to me, I can't really trust a source like that. Mm -hmm. So even just asking people directly, mm -hmm. or going into 
you know, typing the name in or whatever, going in and doing, doing a search. Little, just a little bit. You only have to do a little bit. Mm. It doesn't take much to type in something. Don't get anything, please, from Wiki, Wiki, Wikipedia. Wiki, Wiki. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst source yeah. of information. I mean, some, things, some facts are right, some facts aren't, because people can go in and change that. Mm. Right? So Wiki, Wikipedia, no. Go into, if you're doing any form of research, you go into, we've got the internet now, which is great. Mm. I love to use a Google Scholar which is really great because you get lots of papers and stuff yeah. like that. Or at least three sources of the same information because that is clarification. Mm. All right? So research. So if someone sends you something on to sign this petition... Have a, have a look at it. Have a look at it first. I think that's a shame about the uh, Marcus Rashford proposal because mm. um, being a parent who's got a child that does have free school meals not because they I think the first few years they get free school meals mm. and then after they have um you've got to pay and just looking at the demographic of children that are in the school mm. and the amount of money that the school asks for on a regular basis for loads of different things you've got to pay for this day you've got to pay for that day you've got to send for this day there are children that are very, very underprivileged mm. and their only warm meal of the day is a school dinner. Yeah. So if that parent is... And some children, the only meal of a day is a school dinner. Mm. Um, so I personally feel like things like school meals for children, especially primary school children, is so important to make sure that they are provided for. Yeah. Because you can't... As a parent, sometimes it's, you know, we're quite fortunate. We both work. We can, you know, if we needed to send school um, pet lunch, we'd send pet lunch. Um, but some families that do have two working pe parents mm. can't afford even to send their children with a packed lunch. But that's at school. What Mark Rashford was was vying for was meals during the school term when they're the not at school. Mm. Because obviously the government, I guess, they put a provision in there. Mm. Although they're gonna, they're taking a lot of provisions away mm -hmm. from people, but they do put that provision in there that they do get that meal every day. Mm -hmm. However, when they're out of school during the holidays, then that's when the su sufferation probably comes in. You, mm. I mean, you were working from home, and the kids eat a lot, right? They three meals a day, <laughs> at least three snacks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they eat a lot. So imagine not having, and now obviously the government's not passed that mandate. Mm. So again, parents are going to suffer. Parents that are struggling are going to suffer. You know, how do we get around that? It's a really good cause. And, and Mark Rash, Marcus Rashford is an, a member of the British Empire as well. He mm, has an MBE. And I know that I looked at the tweet and people were just hailing him out. Mm. But it's really a good cause, you know. What do you mean by they were hailing him out? Like um, trolls, trolls just really? saying, yeah, yeah, saying um, not nice things. You would think that you in know. this time as well, when we know how close to the poverty line so many people are, mm. that something like this would be praised. But obviously... Not everyone looks not out everyone for that, this, I guess. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that is the sad thing that... Well, imagine that, the government, they, they, they buff up their wage packets, don't they, mm. every so often? Yeah. But the underprivileged or people that are 
find it hard they don't have anything i wonder how a lot of people coped during this whole you know the whole pandemic situation mm. and i mean i know that we, there were lots of food banks and that do you know you what know? it is i think from a lot of the reading that i do so like mm. we was talking about robert kiyosaki earlier and there's another um book i'm reading at the moment mm. um mr cardone i can't remember what his first name is and sometimes when you read when i read these books it gives you some insight into what the rich mentality is yeah and a lot of the time i've read things like oh the poor keep themselves poor because of the way they think and things like that so it's the rich mentality and Mm. to a certain degree i understand what they're saying however when people are pushed to the limit like said parents where children are at home Mm. during the holidays i feel like at moments like this they are so blinded by the the hard work that they've put in through success that they then forget actually it's at moments like this when people who are on poverty line who don't intentionally put themselves on the poverty line um need help absolutely and like you said even parents that two that have two wages coming into the household Mm. still need help in this day and age you know Mm. there were people that were working and still having to go to the food bank yeah you know and much less having children if you have one child maybe you might get away with things Mm. but what if you've got two or three Mm. or even four children that's four mouths to feed like how it's tough Mm. you know it's not like you're not gonna cook a potato and not share it with your kids because obviously you are Mm. but is there enough to go around so obviously marcus trying to do a good thing check that out end child food poverty because we often put child food poverty with african people and it's on our doorstep it's all right here on our doorstep it's on our doorstep because we had someone hit us up today uh, a foundation about in Africa mm-hmm. and I, I said to Alicia you know what they're going to ask for money mm-hmm. right so they'd done all the rigmole send loads of pictures and it was probably one man his, and his family mm-hmm. and if you ever see how green and lush they had a big bunch of bananas they had land they had land mm-hmm. right so they were they were catering for themselves they were able to at least provide sustenance mm-hmm. okay here we have the supermarket I went to the supermarket today the shelves are empty Mm. yeah but then we get pulled back to the education word yes maybe people need to be educated in how to i know a lot of people don't have gardens Mm. for example but um are there little plots areas outside the front of their flats or whatever that's a shared piece of land that they can put a little potato patch or you know little things there yeah so yeah. maybe it's maybe you know something small like that he's tried to put this money into the system maybe then it we need to scale it back a bit and look at different communities different areas um coming together and saying oh okay well we've got this little bit of green mm. and that's a communal area you know because we walk past one on a regular basis where they've got a little vegetable patch out the front by the river and everyone goes and gets a couple of tomatoes yeah it's beautiful it's lovely and Mm. my neighbor he brought me loads of figs today Mm. off the fig tree and i said that's how we're going to have to start i planted a load of because we have to have a an idea of how to plant Mm -hmm. when to plant and how to do certain things Mm -hmm. so obviously this year because of lockdown i said you know i'm going to try my hardest to see 
what I can grow. Mm-hmm. And oh, if you ever see those maras, they're huge. Like there's food out there. Yeah. Just you just don't know. So really, really important. We can grow vegetables during the winter mm-hmm. and spring, summer, fall. We reap in in the fall, mm-hmm. and it's you know. So think about that, guys. Do you have patches of land and so forth that you'd like to to plant on and work as a community? in order having something like that. So that might be a way forward. We should speak to Marcus Rashford about that, perhaps. Yeah. And maybe not having to go to the government about food, but planting our own, if we can, as a community. hmm Yeah? All right, we'll see you in five. If you're in your car and a child ran out in front of you right now, could you stop, think, slow down? Have you ever wondered what therapy is and even considered using a therapist? Here on All Flavors Radio, we're inviting you to listen to some therapeutic approaches which you may find useful. Join me, Darnell, for a taste of therapy on All Flavors Radio on Thursdays, 10 p.m. GMT, with DJ Caddy. Club Zook mashup session with Ninja Man Lloyd. Thursdays 8 to 10, Saturdays 2 to 4, Sundays 10 to midnight. Zook mashup session on allflavorsradio.com. Anuale! Tune into the George Flavors Reggae Show. Wednesdays 9 to 11 UK, 5 to 7 Eastern. Allflavorsradio.com. Tell him Eve's Lewis say so. To all quail lovers from around the world, come join DJ Nige for two hours of solid quail music right across the genres. Cadence music, Zook music, Quadril music, Lacomet, anything quail. It will be broadcast right here on All Flavors Radio with your host DJ Nige with the short year show, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. GMT, each and every Saturday. See you there. You're listening to AllFlavorsRadio.com. Catch DJ Laro on Sundays with the Caribbean Party, 12 to 2, and the Vibe Show, Tuesdays, 8 till 10, on All Flavors Radio. AllFlavorsRadio.com, the people's number one station. Best music, the best presenters, the best station. Refuse to be 
Okay, that was a cool notes there. And hopefully we have Heather and Steve on the line. Heather, can you hear us? Hi. Hi, how are you doing, my dear? Hi, guys, how are you? All is good, all is good. How are you? Yes, yes, we're good, we're good, we're good. Okay, good. Nice. Great. Great speaking to you. Yes, likewise. How was your day today? Well, you know, as you know, we ha we have a busy day on a Tuesday. We're yeah. presenting like yourself, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was a great show as well. I really oh, enjoyed yeah. it. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Stephen, she listened to our show. That's amazing. <laughs> well, you know she did because you made her name up. You <laughs> made her name up. We do so many interviews. And, yeah. um, and we find the interviewees or interviewers, they always say they've listened to our show. And it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I know. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's always good. Yeah. It's good to know that other radio stations are listening to us. For real. For real. So we have Heather Hayward and Steve McIntosh on the line. And they would be inside with us today. However, with all these restrictions and everything that's been put in place, um, mm. thankfully we got telephone and technology, right, guys? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. Yes, because, hey, this is, this is crazy. So, call notes. It's so funny because a friend of mine called your name just at the start end and said, oh, yeah, man, I used to go to every one of their shows. I used to turn oh, up wow. and so forth. That was um, Winston, you know, Winston Silcott. We all met oh, up, oh, yeah, yeah, we all met okay. up at the, the, the start end. And he, yeah. he said, yeah, he used to follow you guys all over the place. We had Babylon playing wow. in the studio and so on and so forth. Wow, amazing. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's amazing, isn't it, how we, yeah. you've obviously touched a lot of people's lives, right? You know, what, I think what really is amazing is, is really how the music, that, you know, the era we've come from, mm. and the music has survived and, and, and still loved for so long. Mm. Yep, and we look at it, it's just a lot of years, a lot of years. It's mm. really, really amazing. And, 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 great, and we're grateful for it as well, by the way. Awesome. Yeah, Cause I, was gonna, I was going to ask you how long you've been entertaining for. I started entertaining from the belly, from the womb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. From the womb. Yeah. Well, the, band, the band actually got going about 1974, really. Oh, wow. That's we, 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 met, we met at school. We were real schoolboys, you know, and um, we just, uh, it's, it's a long story, really. It's schoolboys, Tash. Schoolboys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's before I joined them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's a long story, but we all wanted to do something else. And yeah. obviously the, te the teachers kind of, they kind of disappointed us by saying, no, for, for me, I wanted to be a pilot. Mm. I was told to forget it. You'll never be one. Oh, no. <laughs> and, yeah, well, yeah. That's what uh, they used to say back then, isn't it? It's quite deep. I mean, it's quite a long story. We couldn't go into it now. It's just too long. But, mm. yeah. but um, on the way out, after being so disappointed, on the way out of school, we were grabbed by the music teacher. So, hey, boys, come in here. Please. Come and sit in the music room because the music students didn't turn up for the open evening. Mm. And so we sat in there. We just banged the instruments around. We started to play different things, I and mean, we couldn't really play. Mm. Although I did take I did take lessons from a younger age, a piano lessons. But uh, we couldn't really play, and um, we just made noise, really. But <laughs> at that at that moment, you know, Saint must have like I don't know fairy dust or some kind of miracle <laughs> happened, and we, we all just had this. We all suddenly had this inspiration. Yeah, why don't we start a group? And on that on that long walk home back home from the school, mm. we all started to put names. We call ourselves the Cormonts, first of all. Okay. And then it, it, it later got changed to the Cool Notes, right, by some friends. And, um, yeah, you know what? 
as like you said before, and and we and the world was different then. Yeah. You know, if you wanted to be something and you and you and you worked at it hard enough, you'd be it. You know. Absolutely. And it amazing times. That's brilliant yeah. because you know, at the end of the day, like you were a boy band then, right? You were the first kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they were school school band, weren't they? At okay. the time, your school boys. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Nice. So, so, what is your inspiration? What was your inspiration? Obviously, you said you was probably sprinkled with a bit of. Um, angel um, dust. Um, yeah, so but. inspiration has got to be the our parents from the Caribbean. My parents from Jamaica, mm-hmm. and the Heathers from Barbados. But our inspirations would have been the Caribbean. And every Sunday, you know, when rice and peas was cooking, mm. and 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 dad dad was at home on the weekends because he worked in the week. And um, the weekend was much more relaxing than they are nowadays because, as you know, nothing was open. Mm, yeah. well, you know, Stephen, yeah. Stephen, yeah. right now, yeah. really, the weekends are very relaxing. I don't know about that. Every single, every, well, yeah, now it's because of COVID. Uh, you, know what, you know what I mean. Yeah, I know. I and, know. You know yeah. and, and while 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 the chicken was cooking and rice meat cooking, you know, the records, the little record that dad would buy and mum would buy, would be playing round and round and round. Yeah. Songs, yeah. From, you know, songs from Jamaica and even the, the pop songs that we got into. Obviously, we grew up, we born and grown in England, you know. Mm. We'd be hearing the pop songs. And the Jacksons, for me, was my inspiration. Awesome. I, 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 I stylized I style, I myself on little Michael Jackson back then. Yeah. Tell your, tell your daughter, Jackson 5. Well, mine was Aretha Franklin, and uh, yes, that's, that was my lady, and obviously Diana Ross and those people, and I the Jacksons, but, you know, but mm. I really, you know, when, like Stephen said, uh, from the Caribbean, when I first um, auditioned for the Cool Notes, mm. uh, I went for the audition from school, um, I thought there were a soul band, and I thought I was going to be singing soul music. Okay. <laughs> You did do soul, you know, the cool notes did do soul back then as well. When you, you joined, we started, when you joined, you kind of must have encouraged us, but we were, we, we were purely reggae, I think. Wow. Really? So what made you yeah. do the crossover then? What made you do the crossover? Because you was one of the first bands to break into the music industry we with reggae and, and actually, soul. Absolutely, we were the only, we are the only band to really actually achieve that as such. Well, I think, Heather, I think, I think what happened was, because... At some point, we, because of the kind of reggae we started to play, I mean, we, we were part of the group that kind of created that British sound of Lovers Rock. Yeah. And yeah. because of what we played, mm. and then when we had the girls, our music was kind of sweet, soulful sounding. The girls gave us that edge of, mm. of you know, that, that lovely girly sound and harmonies. Yeah, and and it, was nat- <laughs> it was a natural progression to go into something a bit more soulful. Yeah. And, and yeah. Once, you know, some of the audience and some of the fans say, wait. Why don't you play soul music? Yeah. You know, that sort of stuff. So we started to play around with some covers, you know. Yeah. And we did that. And the girls would sing it for us. They'd sing, they'd sing the tracks. And, and slowly, slowly, you know, our music had, had a fusion of reggae, soul. Then all, yeah, but then, you, you know, also, Stephen, when back in the day when we used to do gigs and never get paid for them, you know, such a hard time and stuff like that, uh, especially reggae gigs. Come on. Well, <laughs> well, that's not, that's <laughs> changed. Has a lot changed? Well, no, well, I think I think things have changed. The people demand it nowadays. You couldn't do it nowadays. But I think whatever's saying. Still do it, Stephen. It still happens. <laughs> well, it may be. But, but whatever's actually saying there was quite important, actually, because we were one of the bands that actually learned our art, our, our craft. Yeah. You know, we, we, we actually did the hard work sitting in back of vans. Even the girls sometimes sat in back of vans. Yeah. You know, we had one band, our instruments, and a driver, you know, and, and we had to cram in there. They went through that hard time of doing all that stuff, you know. We'd turn up. They, mm. The girls would even be carrying boxes and microphones. Yeah, down. that's right. You know? Someone mucking to 
<laughs> we, 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 we did all that hard work and going to gigs and like you said get disappointed not yeah. getting paid for it mm. but you know what it was part of the learning curve yeah, and I think was. that's what's made us appreciate our business and yeah. why we're probably still here today because yeah. we appreciate it and you have such a distinctive sound can I play one of your songs do you have any favourite ones there Heather or Steve no or no, no no just play just you can play what you like I have favourites but you can play what you like I don't really care because you know I think whatever we whatever we try to do in those days yeah. is what we try to do and yeah. you know and we, we just hope people like our stuff yeah okay you know, so we're and, gonna... um, yeah, what, what we'll do is we'll play this one here and then we'll continue the conversation after this one. And okay, play one other one, yeah? So right. speech in a moment. Okay, thanks a lot. Okay. Hey, my love. Hi. Sounding sweet. Hi, sounding sweet. Oh, awesome. <laughs> that is an anthem, that track, isn't it? Well, we didn't have you heard it. We, we assumed you were playing my tune. Yes. 
my tune that's your a reggae track that you've done right is that not a reggae anthem you know the big story behind that track you won't believe it mm. when we when we first made that song i've got to be honest no one liked it wow. <laughs> really? we, used to go, we, we went everywhere trying to get a record deal trying to get someone to listen to it yeah. it was so different back then mm, and, right. and maybe that's why we were so different and um today wow it's it's, it's a classic for us today yeah mm, definitely it's it amazing because i i'm not i'm not really a reggae buff i'm i i'm more of a soul head myself mm-hmm. but i know that song and they're singing it yeah <laughs> do you know what yeah. i mean so yeah, yeah you've crossed boundaries there yeah well i think we did Mm. interesting a lot, a lot of, I, find, um, I find that a lot of soul people know that song as well mm. you know people who are more affiliated with soul know my tune as well so it's true it's like you say it crossed boundaries yeah yeah, yeah. definitely definitely so what advice would you give to someone who wants to break into the music industry oh wow well yeah. I'll, I'll tell you one thing it's a very very tough industry difficult, mm. it, it isn't don't don't be fooled by what you see on the outside. Mm. It isn't what it looks like. Mm. Um, yeah, it's great when you get if you can get there and you can make mm-hmm. it, and, and you know all the glamour and everything else comes when you get there. But there's actually a part of it which is very hard work. Mm. You have to work hard. You have to believe in yourself. You have to constantly, constantly, constantly stick at it because mm-hmm. you're going to get moments when it's disappointing, when it's hard, yeah. when you think it's not going to happen for That's you, true. and you might want to give up. But don't don't give up because if you believe in yourself, others will. Absolutely. But you know the the, pro- the problem is with today, things are made easier for them. But you see, um, I find that music nowadays, especially um, artists, they're only like their their lifespan is like maybe five years. Some of them, mm. the ones that um, the, these made up artists, um, you know, they they have like a lifespan of about five years and then they drift away to do something different. Um, so it's a, it's not like where we came from. Our craft was forever. Yeah. You know? well, Our think, craft is forever. Heather, I think I think some of that have us down to the fact that um, if you remember back in the day, we'd buy our own record, we'd buy our singles, yeah. we'd buy our yeah. vinyl, our CDs, yeah. and we'd treasure Everything's them. downloaded. It's different today, isn't it? Kids today and, and the industry yeah. today. And the pro- There's no money. You don't make any money from yeah. it. Yeah. Technology is, is, you know, it's downloads. You know, they change, you know. Yeah. You, you have a web file, you have a, you have an MP3 file in your phone mm. or your player. Mm. And you would put, you may have got it for nothing. You may have it on streaming. Yeah. And you'd say, you know what? I've got to clear my memory out. What should I get rid of? I'll get rid of this, right. this, that, 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 That's that, right. that. So it's all disposable. Yeah. How yeah. many people throw out their vinyls or throw out their CDs? Not no, many. they don't. That's right. They mm. don't. They don't. And I think that's yeah. what Winston was saying. Because what Winston does is he'll take a track and he'll burn it to, to vinyl. Yeah. So no yeah. one, if, yeah. he's got that one classic or master master of that mm. he said djs have, have offered him so lots of money for it but okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah because vinyl. it's just the one vinyl and it's timeless isn't yeah. it you know it is, yeah. It is. yeah timeless and your music you have a special sound as well to your music how did you kind of create that i know you said it was a crossover with the reggae but yeah. your sound is very distinctive well, like i said i think it's just purely a conglomerate mixture of us the girls and the guys. All having different instruments, loves that's different right. Yeah. Of music yeah, yeah. It's, all, it's all come together as a big mishmash. British, Caribbean, mm. influence mm. of America, you know, yeah, Africa. Nice. Absolutely. You know, I think, I think all those different mixtures of just... And we were also from a time when music was like great because everybody was creating mm. something fresh and new. Mm. Yeah, There was no computers. 
We didn't know what that was, by the way, a computer. And everybody didn't sound the same. Yeah, we didn't to make it ourselves. So you had yeah. to literally conjure it up, didn't you, Heather? You yeah, to make absolutely. Yourself. You know, yeah. and I reckon that's what that must be. I can't tell you for sure what it is, because I don't know. Yeah. It's just us. But I know for a fact, it must be the fact that we've all had these different flavours. Yeah. Just yeah. like your station. Yeah, <laughs> all flavours. Oh, Thank you. All flavours. Look at that, Steve. You that, got that, 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 that was a good thought. I don't know. That was good, not it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so we must have all the different flavours come together. Yeah. And it must, have, it must have mishmashed and merged together made the sound that we have. Mm, and yeah, so we, we've become a unique sound now. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. So thank, what, thank the Lord for that, is all I can say. Would yeah. you prefer analogue or digital then? Now you're getting technical. Wow. Right. Wow. So for, for me... Yeah. Analog's got to be the one because obviously analog is that warm, yeah. lovely, cool, mm. and you know. No. Uh, if, if you push it, if you push it too hard, you get you're going to get your break up on the high ends. You know? Yeah. The bass will always sound warmer. Digital is digital is clean and just fresh mm. and just clean. Too clean. Sometimes and too I hate clean. digital too because clean. you can reproduce it a million times. And yeah. It sounds yeah. The same. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. Bring back, bring back cassette tape. Hey, they, they are. They're bringing in yeah. back tape. They are. That's back. right. I know. That's right. But it's just for novelty, though, isn't it? It's just novelty, yeah. really. It's for the really young gonna, kids. You're it's not really going to get So what are your plans for the future, then? Cool notes. What uh, are uh, your you plans tell them. for the future? Uh, she can't wait to tell you. She'll tell you. Me? <laughs> yeah, um, what's our plans? Well, well, let's just say, I'm going to become a multi-millionaire. Hey, and um, I'm going to not... I'm not going to be working with Stephen no more. I'm getting very worried. You keep saying that. You keep saying that. I'm getting very worried about you now. She's going to dump me after yeah, all. She, she won't. She won't. All for money. All for money. No, don't throw no, it away. Don't throw a good friendship away for it's money. Not that's not good, not right? I think, I think money's not, money not, not worth it. Money's it's just not a, true. I, think. I, I was just joking. Come on. Take it. I know you're joking. I know you're joking. No, we're working on an album. We've got the new album. We're a new album right now. Awesome. We're halfway through it. Quite a few tracks into it. But we've been stopped. That mm. little bugger, Kofi I know. Say that, radio. Yeah. that little bugger, no six in the house, no more. I keep saying it. It, mm. it, it, won't let, it won't let us come together, so we no. obviously struggle. Mm. You know, we, yeah. we got to abide by the law, and um, yeah. you know, we were we had a good little run, and not only that, see, because we're busy in our own little worlds as well. Yeah, mm. he does. I, I do a lot of stuff behind the scenes, yeah, a lot of stuff behind the scenes, um, and and obviously. The timing, we, the timing was probably not right many years ago to sort of do this. Yeah. But the timing's right now. And then obviously but the like, time, well, it was right. COVID, but, um, that's the thing. I mean, COVID came yeah, and it. Yeah. But having said that, having said that, technology is amazing. So we are yeah. doing things away from each other. And then mm. we'll come together with the ideas. And we're looking for a, a completion date of around about April, April 2021. Year, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. And we promised to stick to that. April, yeah. May Good. 2021. Just yeah, write it hopefully. down. Write it down. It will, hopefully. and it, it will come through. It will come through. Yeah. Right. So oh, we'll yeah. have teasers. Oh, we'll have a lot of teasers because there are a lot you of know. tracks that are done already. Also, there'll be some surprises. Yeah. yeah. There'll be some surprises because um, we talked about where we came from, Lovers Rock. Well, there'll be some surprises. Yeah. That mm, might be a clue. Okay. That That's be... a clue. There's <laughs> a clue there. Oh, okay. As well. well, we look forward yeah. to that. So, where can we find you on social media then? Oh, oh right. Listen. I'm glad you said that. We got we got our own fantastic website. Okay, and that's on the, that's just the cool notes. Yeah. Uh, uk. Now remember, guys, cool notes is spelled with a hyphen. But if you don't put the hyphen there, it'll still find us anyway. So www.coolnotes.co.uk. We're on um, Instagram official cool notes. Yeah. We've Facebook. got um, we've got Facebook official cool notes again. Just put it in there, you'll see us. Wherever you see the official, that's us. 
awesome. I mean, Eva does her own one. She, Eva's got a nice one herself. Yeah. I'm not too much into the Facebook personal side. I've got, I, mm. I, me, you see me. I'm always on Facebook. Yeah, I'm always, got, pushing always, something. Something. Yeah, I'm yeah. always pushing something. I like using Facebook for what we do. So, yeah. you know, it's nothing, not for my personal, you know, relationships or whatever it no. is. It's just for work. It's a tool. That's what you should be using it for. Yeah. It's a tool, isn't it? Absolutely. Well, you must use what? it. Well, Heather, one thing I would jump in, though, go on our website, coolness.co.uk. Yeah. You'll see, in fact, you'll see a fan page here. It's right in the front. Okay. Click on there. Become a fan. But join our fan club. Yeah. And uh, we'll keep you in touch with all the news that's yeah. going on. We'll even send Absolutely. you a free, we'll send you a free MP3 as well, some photos. And, um, you, you know, you'll keep in touch with us and we'll keep in touch with you, sorry. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll let you know what's going on. And um, it's a good way. And if you want to go on the website, it's a good read because we've got a lot of nostalgia on there about where we're coming from. And if you want to learn more about us and, and, and the changes we've had, we've, we've been for a lot of changes. There's only two, three of us now. Mm, yeah, OBJ, so, um, Joe Francis. Yeah, we've got Joe. Joe, I think he's listening as well. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we've been for a lot of changes. As a lot of bands do, but we managed to keep we, we managed to keep yeah. the name going and, and keep the music going. Absolutely, and, and, and you'll see those changes on the website. Oh, awesome. it's very I, I think it makes a good interesting read personally. Fantastic! Yeah, so, yeah, be nice. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to come on All Flavors oh, Radio. Thank You're you. most thank welcome. You. Thank yeah. you for inviting us on. Thank oh, you so much. Pleasure, such a pleasure, and I'm sure I'll oh. see you guys soon in a bubble oh, somewhere will. definitely you will <laughs> absolutely in a bubble somewhere <laughs> would you like to shout anyone out before we play your next song shout out to Michaela and my daughter Natalie and to Isaiah yeah they're all listening big awesome. shout out to my to, to my guys my wife Anne-Marie my kids Jasmine Stevie Amber Bradley, Natasha, I've got five, by the way. Oh, crikey. That's turned me up. And, um, and I'll tell you what, a big shout out to all you guys out there. That's right. That have taken the, the time out to listen to the show. To the All Flavors team. We hope you enjoyed you it. Guys. And, yeah. uh, and please, please just, you know, be safe and look yeah. after yourselves. Dangerous Absolutely. Times. Absolutely. And look out for our new album next year. And also, we've got some shows coming up next year as well. So look out for that as well next year. We've got some. You'll find that uh, out on the website, yeah. won't you? Or Absolutely, on, on, yeah. Or yeah. on our um, social media. Yeah, yeah. Fabulous, yes. fabulous guys. Fabulous. Stay on the Thank line. I'm just going to play this Thanks. one, okay? All right yeah. then. All right. Bye. 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 Take care. You know you do it right.
was a tough and bloody war, and soldiers often needed blood transfusions to keep them alive after being injured. The problem was, donated blood only kept for two days. Dr. Charles Drew changed that, however, when he developed a way for blood with the plasma removed to remain usable for seven days. And this seemingly little medical advance saved thousands of lives in World War II. Drew attended college on an athletic scholarship and became Columbia University's first African-American Doctor of Medical Sciences graduate. He was also the first black surgeon to serve on the American Board of Surgery. But it was his Blood for Britain project during the war that remained his greatest achievement. Almost 15,000 people donated blood to save the lives of British soldiers and his blood bank led to the American Red Cross establishing a blood bank as well. Dr. Charles Drew not only innovated, achieved, and saved lives though, he stood up for what he believed in. When the United States War Department said that blood from white donors had to be kept segregated from blood from black donors, Drew resigned from his position at the Red Cross, arguing that there was no scientific basis for keeping blood separated by race. The Red Cross would end this policy in 1950. Dr. Charles Drew's life-saving legacy lives on today every time someone gives blood and helps to save a life. AllFlavorsRadio.com, the people's number one station. Best music, the best presenters, the best station. Oh, Lily. So that was the call notes in the studio with us. That was lovely. Kind of virtually, right? Yeah, it was oh. lovely to have them. Shout out to Heather. Shout out to Steve. Love you guys. Thank you so much for coming on. And also a nice shout out to everybody in the chat room. George Flavors, Sour Malaysia, wishing you well. Charlie Muir, 
Great show, great show. You can catch Charlie tomorrow, Wednesday from, I think it's 6 or 7 till 9. And then obviously George Flavours from 9 till 11. Hi Chrissy, nice to see you on board. DJ Laro, you can catch DJ Laro tonight from 8 till 10. And then also Mark Philogene from 10 till midnight. Hi Joy, how you doing? Love hugs and kisses. Kimmy B shouting you out with the family. Mark Philogene, Mr. Fix-It, great show, great show last night, fabulous, so you can catch Mr. Fix-It on a Monday, Friday and Sunday, and also Norbert from Castry, so do check out our schedule on the allflavoursradio.com website, and also if you'd like to do a bit of DJing, a spot of DJing or something, get hold of George, fill in the form on the, the website, and we will... Definitely, definitely, definitely get back to you. So, yes, what's that, Lily? I was just going to say, follow us also on Instagram and Facebook at allflavoursradio.com um, and obviously on Instagram, allflavoursradio. Yes, so shout out to everyone else out there on the TuneIn app and also that are tuned in here. But come on, you silent listeners, come and join us in the chat room. Come on, don't be scared. We won't bite. <laughs> All right, so... Following on from Black History Month, we found a really great exhibition that highlights a lot of black history. And the, the artist's name is Tavares Henderson Strachan. Uh, he's a contemporary conceptual artist whose uh, multimedia installations investigate science, technology, mythology, history and exploration. He lives in New York City, Nassau and the Bahamas. We were doing a bit of art today, weren't we, Lily? We were, yeah. It was actually really fun. Yes. Um, helping little one out of her school project. Yes, I think we were having more fun than she, she was, was, actually. She got yeah. burnt a couple of times with the, um, hot, the um, glue hot glue. I said, no, yeah. don't touch. You know, and it was my fault, actually, because I put the glue on and gave her the leaf to put on her tree. It's, it's an amazing project. I'll post it in the in the chat. All right, so you can see how amazing it was. But yes, Tavares Henderson Strachan. What are your thoughts on that one there, Lily? Um, I really like exhibitions. I don't go to enough, but I um, think they're amazing things. Mm. I I really like mythology. I don't know why. I just find the unknown interesting. Mm. Um, But yeah, science, technology, but history... It would be interesting to go and see. It says that the exhibition lasts an hour... um, and it's from James Baldwin to Haile Selassie and the Queen. So three very different characters that he um, covers. Mm. It's soulful, operatic, balletic, off-kilter and strange. Mm. Because I think that you're, you're greeted with one person yeah. from history. So there's, there's like various different people in, throughout history mm-hmm. there that... You know, it takes you on, it's an hour, which they say it's not long enough to see it. And you, if you're going to book, it's at um, the Mary, Mary, Marion Goodman Gallery in London. So check that out, mariangoodman.com. But like here, so that first part, you, you meet three different characters mm-hmm. and it's almost like you're in an opera okay. and they take you through the exhibition. But there's lots of things to see there, mm. you know, so it's well worth while, again, I don't know, phone before you go, the Marion Goodman ex, um, gallery, mm-hmm. because 
the 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 exhibition lasts till the twenty fourth of October. Oh, However, I'm not too sure. Obviously, with all the restrictions in view, you can't take your camera in certain other things. You've got to go through a whole protocol before you even get in. So. Mm-hmm. You book his, I think the exhibition is on the hour, every hour. Mm. Yeah, you have to book an appointment. Yeah. So we may well check it out. I mean, during this whole COVID situation, we've been nowhere. Yeah. You know. I think it's because you don't know where you can go. Mm. Like, I would like to take the family out to go and see different things and whatnot. Um, But one, I'm not really fond of public transport. Yeah. Um, And two... I mean, I didn't know about exhibitions like this. I didn't know you could still go to um, exhibitions like this. Obviously, going to the museum and things like that have just completely been off my radar. Mm. Um, but yeah, this looks very interesting. Yeah, so the, the Marion Goodman exhibition or gallery, and it's the Tavares Henderson Strachan uh, exhibition. Mm. So that might be well worth going. And again, like we said, we've held out quite a few positive black figures we're doing black history month but remember the future is what creates the history Mm -hmm. so these are going to be people that will end up in the history books yeah so let's not always dwell on the past but let's look forward as well right definitely and i think now um, as we're talking about successful um black figures some people that we're hailing out praising yes um for the first time ever rihanna okay makes forbes richest self-made women's list yes that's amazing isn't it that is amazing i think um she keeps herself under the radar but every now and again she slips up back into 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 sight and um we was talking about exhibitions i know she's got her um fenty beauty product um and she does like ladies wear and stuff like that um but she came as well, right? She does cosmetics, yeah. she does um women's wear, she does quite a few a few different things. Yeah. Um she came in at number thirty three. Her net worth is six hundred million. Amazing, yes. She's a Barbados native and most of her wealth has not come from her music. There you go, just like what Heather was spe- and yep. Steve were speaking about there. Yeah, most of it has not come from her music but from her um cosmetic line, Venti. Yep. And the, the, you know, the beautiful thing is, I think she said it was her mother that inspired her. Yeah. And that she's got, how many shades has she got in, on her line? It's quite a lot of shades, like about 24 or something. I don't know. And she said the first person that she saw putting on makeup was her mother. Yeah. So she wanted every woman. It's, it's not just for black people, her line. It's for everybody. Yeah. And every woman to be able to match the shade mm. of foundation mm. that they required and i think that's most probably why that's the, her most profitable um her most prof- profitable venture because being a black female when you do go and look for makeup and i know there's this whole thing oh your skin's beautiful and blah blah yes but sometimes we just feel that little bit better mm. with a bit of foundation on glow. um it's very very hard to get a shade match and <laughs> funny story i Got a shade match. I say that in with the air quotes. Yes. From Mac. Okay. And every single time I take, I bought the product. Every single time I take it out of my makeup case. Um. What color is I'm it? I'm speechless. I'm like, really? Did I leave the shop with this on my face? Is it like orange tone? What? What's? What it's, is it? 
I use it as highlight. Oh, really? Is that white? It's very, very light. Wow. It's it's like, you know, the palm of... No, it's not as light as the palm of my hand. That's a bit of an exaggeration. Um, do they just sell you the wrong one, do you think? Because they're actually quite no, good. Mind no. you, their things make me come up in spots. I don't... The only time I really put makeup on is if I'm gigging mm. or if I'm doing a podcast. That is it. I don't really wear it outside I of like that. to get rid of the, the anemia eyes. Well, this time, yeah, this time, it, it, it when it gets cold, yeah. like normally I'd be, I've gone to Africa mm. and got that Come nice with dark glow, glow. Yeah. but sadly I did get, I kind of got one through the summer, Yeah. but it's not really. It's Thank you very much. <laughs> I was talking about myself. <laughs> Wearing off indeed. Yeah, so Rihanna, oh, she's done really well. It's really good, it's beautiful. Know. And that's the thing. You know, when people make it, we know, to speak of people of the, on the NFL, that they get rich and then they end up back in poverty. And mm. we spoke about that early, earlier, but she's obviously got a good team behind her mm. and has invested her money into some very good things. Yeah, which... and I know that um, Heather was saying about the music, you know, they start with the music and then they lead into other things. Mm. Um, and I do... I, I don't really like music music now mm. I love music but the music that comes out now it's not very I just yeah don't like it um but I do understand why people use music as a platform because yeah. it gets them seen and some of these like I do think that Rihanna herself she's quite a good artist I do like some of her music that she brings out mm. um but there's so many music artists saturating the market right now that they, they're they not going to last very long. No. You stream your music. I think now streaming has gotten people down to a minute and a half worth of a no song. No one even listens anymore, do they? No, yeah. because it's, it is that industry where the more music you churn out, yeah. that's how you make money. And I think it's sad. Yeah, and, th- you know, I was listening to some of my stuff um, earlier and my intros, to me now, are too long. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. like an eight-bar intro, but yeah. no, people don't want no eight-bar intro. Like you said, it's just like, just give it to me now. Yeah. That's what I want. But I find intros seconds. so exciting. Like, yeah. when I listen to a song, you know when you go for your playlist and as soon as a song starts, you're like, what song is this? What song is this? Mm. Oh, yeah, it's that song. Mm. Because it, it's the lead-up to the music, yeah. you know? It's that feeling that you get when you start listening to a song, that good feeling, that sad feeling, the emotion that it gives you mm. when you listen to a to a track. And then the new music now is just the drop and as soon as the drop comes there just ah, But just don't you jump find in. that it just is quite on like a, a flat line. There's no intonation in it and you know, flavour and it's just very Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that for every song, but mm. I think you have to search for the yeah. good for the yeah. good music, yeah, you do have to search. I, I tell you, I've been kind of searching for uh, a lot of like new artists. Mm. It's very hard. It's very you know hard, especially UK artists as well. Mm. I don't know if they're not getting into the studio. I I don't know, but it's uh, you know it's it's quite a, a, a task. Yeah, to find good UK artists here. Can anyone out there? Can anyone tell us of any good artists that they would suggest? That we could listen to UK. I mean, US, they're always putting out some good stuff. There's some great, great artists in the from the US. But what about the UK? Because that's what it's... Yes, yes, Lily. But a lot of the UK artists are 
going to the US to make music. So even though we say US, yeah, they've got a lot of our artists that yes. are coming from, yeah. from here. There was a new one that I found and I didn't get a chance to download it. Um, it's DJ Super D mm-hmm. and they've done a kind of a crossover um, of an African, South African kind of with jazz mm-hmm. and deep house. It was actually a very good track that I wanted to play tonight, but obviously next time I'll, I'll, I'll play that for next week. But mm-hmm. there, there are the odd ones. There was another lady called Delia that was really, really good. Mm-hmm. So they are out there. They are out there. We just have to, like you said, just search. Yeah, you really. have to look. You have to yeah. search. Yeah, so DJs, all flavour DJs, let us know. Because I know that you guys play some amazing stuff. A huge variety of music that is very pleasing and entertaining. You know, so let us know what you think. 07895 134 713. If you have anything that you want to speak about, anything that we've spoken about tonight, and you may have a view on that, just let us know. 07895 134 713. Hi, I'm Heather Hayward, and I'm tuned to the Drive Time Show with Wimbo and Natural Lily on allflavorsradio.com. Go there, girls. The People's Station. Tune in to the George Flavors Reggae Show. Wednesdays, 9 to 11 UK, 5 to 7 Eastern. Allflavorsradio.com. Tell him Eve Lewis say so. To all quail lovers from around the world, come join DJ Naiji for two hours of solid quail music right across the genres. Cadence music, Zook music, Quadril music, Lacomet, anything quail. It will be broadcast right here on All Flavors Radio with your host DJ Naiji with a short year show, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. GMT each and every Saturday. See you there. You're listening to AllFlavorsRadio.com. Catch DJ Laro on Sundays with the Caribbean Party, 12 to 2, and the Vibe Show, Tuesdays, 8 till 10, on All Flavors Radio. AllFlavorsRadio.com, the people's number one station. Best music, the best presenters, the best station. Close to comatose, so close to hope But I still feel like I'm an overload Like I ain't getting nowhere Like it's all over, yo I told my bros, I'ma take this music away from basics So I can't get chopped like no overgrowth Watch how I'm doing this, making these movements Yo, I'm the first, yeah, the rudiment Holy like Budapest, we the best No one can copy me, bully me There is no duplicate Don't be mistaken Money soon we be making Time that game we be changing We're just kings in the making Yeah. 
Right, great track. That's really one that grows on you. Mm. That's Roy Hamilton and Cutty that that sing on that one, and also Black Lotus featuring Chevet um, in the making. So we do hope you've enjoyed what we've been um, speaking about tonight, and our guests that we had on. Another shout out to everybody in the chat room, everyone online, everyone on TuneIn, 
everyone on the All Flavours app and everyone out there listening silently and not coming and joining us in the chat room. If you didn't get a chance to do it this week, come in, you can come in next week, okay? So last last point of topic, and it's not going to be very long because mm. quarter to, it's almost quarter to seven on the 13th of October. Wow. Right? And time has just sped along as it usually does. Yeah, it has. Right? But Sadiq Khan, they want to extend the congestion charge to the suburbs. Now, do you think that makes any sense? I mean, the congestion charge, you told me the other day that it's gone up to seven days a week? Yeah, seven days a week, £15. That's a lot of money. Bang in the middle when NHS workers are driving into work. That's terrible. Mm. That's very, very bad. And I thought it was just supposed to be something for the inner city, though. I don't understand Ooh. why they want to extend it out to where we, where we live. It makes no sense to do that, because then that means that you can't drive freely. No. And I think they're going to try as well to bring it down to on the A406 as well. I've heard there's extensions going from A, uh, North Circular and South Circular. Mm. So you're going to get charged for driving on those. Um I've heard. I need to do a bit more research into it. Mm. But extending... I mean, where are they going to extend the congestion charge to? Like South London, so Clapham, Catford, all that way, more south. I mean, it could come It could come away from, like, Wandsworth, Lewisham. I mean, I drive there when I go to... I mean, why? You know. Why? I don't know. And the thing is, OK, they're making congestion charge... Or they're extending congestion charge, but they're not better in the transport for London. Well, we were speaking about that t- today as well, as regards to social distancing and getting on the train or getting on the tube. Oh, I'm really it's a bad joke. on the train. Sorry. Right. My bag has a seat. Okay. It, but then it's because all the people, people don't understand London. social distancing. It says clearly on the on the bus and the train, um, maintain social distancing. And then the the when I was on the bus the other day the. You know, they put the announcement, oh, there are seats upstairs. And then you turn around, there's not seats upstairs because the seats you're suggesting are the ones that are next to me. Yeah. And no one's sitting next to me on the train. You're taking this thing seriously, girl. I am. Hey. I really am. Because not only am I getting on public transport, I'm then entering an environment mm-hmm. where I know I'm walking past unwell people every day. Wow. Oh, I don't know how do you feel out there, guys, about this. You know, we're talking about congestion charge. That's that's in regards to drivers, people that drive cars. But there's also pedestrians. Mm. And I we know for certain that the, the, they're going to have to get the money back that they lost out during this whole period of time. Yeah. But you wonder, well, why can't you just... The bus, buses were, I guess, somewhere in commission and it was free, free travel. Mm. Yeah, but half the people weren't travelling on those buses. No. Or the tube. They were empty, yeah. Right. And a lot of the tube was closed. Mm. So they didn't lose any money mm. when you re- when we really think about it. Well, they did because they still had to pay workers. They still had to pay maintenance. Right. They still had works going on on, on tra- um, train lines. Right. Even though we were in lockdown, they were still doing work. There was a lot of work going on. I see road get dug up and yeah. road get filling and road get dug up again. Yeah. So they you have know. to, you compensate know, compensate that. all of that mm. loss. And then obviously they stopped under 18s free travel, which they're then, are they saying they're going to put that back on? I don't know. I don't know. And then all the other travel that was free at one point, they've 
again, this is affecting because I think even the the pensioners travel or the disab- disability travel because mm. mum says that they're taking that away. Okay. You know, so you can only travel after, after a certain time. A certain yeah. Time. But yeah. what if you've got an appointment to go to and you can't get a dialer ride, or you can't get a but you've got to pay for buses? This is pensioners we're talking mm. about. This is school children. Likewise with what we spoke about with the the underprivileged. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of these underprivileged youngsters live how many how far from school Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. now with all the the way that the the whole social scene and everything's going it's like life is getting more and more dangerous you know it's just it's one of those things right now when everything is changing every single day i was on a meeting today Mm. and the person actually said these are the plans today however it may be different tomorrow because they just received an email about things so everything changes moment to moment to yeah. moment you cannot like they say live in the day and i completely understand that statement now it makes so much sense to me mm. think about today tomorrow will come when tomorrow comes but today's the day today's the day that you can sort out it's true being in the moment because mm. we, we moment. honestly we don't know what's going to happen did we think that we'd ever go into a lockdown again no did, did anyone see that coming did no i think we'd go into a lockdown full exactly you know Exactly. It's crazy. I just want to mention here that Olivia, she said that about the makeup um, situation that we just spoke oh, yeah. about, that she says, what about me? She's done pasty in comparison, <laughs> to, probably to you. And she says, you have beautiful skin, no Aww, makeup required. Thank you. <laughs> you thank know. you, Olivia. So, yeah, it, it, this these are very uncertain times mm. that we're living in, you know. Mm. And I think we're going to do the last law the last metaphysical law which i don't think we've done and do you know guys there are 12 metaphysical laws which means 12 that lily and i have been on air for 12 weeks Ah, (laughs) high five girly yay all right so we do hope you like what we speak about let's know if there's any form of conversation Anything that you'd like to discuss further that we can do some research into, please feel free to drop us a text 07895134713. That's 07895134713. And I'm sure that we can do some delve into it, do some research in it, and we'll speak about it. Anything health concerns, whatever your concerns are, let us know. And I'm sure that we can speak about that on the show. Definitely. Bigging up all of the, all flavours DJs. DJ Laro is on next from 8 till 10. And then Mark Philogene from 10 till midnight. Wonderful, wonderful shows from all of the DJs here at All Flavours. You're doing an amazing job. Uh, Mr Fix-It, DJ Slim, um, Ninja Band Lloyd, Charlie Muir. John J.E. You guys are doing fabulous and I'm loving those videos, guys. I'm loving them. Keep them coming, all right? We can post up to social media. So the law of divine oneness. Actually, I think we've done that one. Yeah, we did do that one. There's 12. Okay. It is the law of gender, yang and yang, gestation and growth to meet maturity. Do not abandon desires. It's quite interesting. And I guess we can put that in line with the young man there. The He was a Man City, I think they said Man City. Oh, Rashford, yeah. Rashford. 
and he has a desire to end child food poverty. Mm-hmm. And if we all have that same desire, maybe these things will come mm-hmm. to fruition. And also thinking on Errol McKellar as well and his desire to see that men go and get that prostrate exam, mm-hmm. 10 minutes, okay, 10 minutes, and 10 minutes just to find out if you're okay. Yes. All right? So, the law of gender, yang and yang, gestation and growth to meet maturity, do not ab- abandon desires and do not abandon what is most important. Mm-hmm. So that's, a, that's really the, the last metaphysical law. I think next time... We're going to go into the 48 Laws of Power. Now, that's one. Robert Greene, I don't know if you've read that book, The 48 Laws of Power. Check it out, because that's what those are the laws that we'll be covering each week, one at a time, on the show. And we'll see what we can do to make us grow Mm -hmm. as a people. So, Lily, any last words? Um... Do I have any last words? Uh, yes, I think we've covered 12 weeks of trying to speak. Um, empowering thoughts, safe thoughts. Um, so I want everyone to be safe. Enjoy the rest of their week. Don't let all this new news get you down. And um, for those of you out there that are maybe um, on your own during this period of whatever it is, tier one, tier two, tier three. Um, there are people that you can reach out to. Mm. So make sure you make your voice known and get into contact with whoever you need to get into contact with. And high five to all you guys that join us every week consistently. We love you loads. Yeah, and in line with that as well, Lily, hey, there's a group, it's online. They're called nextdoor.co.uk. And it, they tell you about your neighbourhood. Mm-hmm. All right, so nextdoor.co.uk. They tell you about your neighbourhood and allow you and a- enable you to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So check it out. You go in there, put in, I think, your postcode. And then they'll, they can help you. And if you, if you reach out, reach out, and you never know where that relief can come from. So we, 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 thanks for coming on board with us, guys. We love you all. We're going to leave you. And we'll see y'all on the the other side. side.
such a hole that you got on me Such a hole that you got I've left you, baby But I've always come back saying Such a hole that you got on me I could never
city. 